Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maybe you show up and, you know, shake hands and kiss babies and let me do this thing. That's probably what's happening, I would guess. Probably. Yeah. YouTube no audio. No audio. Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, Tyler's saying it's coming now. <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. My, my audio is bad? All right. Well, our audio is back on. For those people in the live stream, Ben just confirmed that he is fighting Jorge Masvidal coming up soon. <laughs> Coming up soon. Um, yeah, the, but UFC 291 was great. And then the North uh, in Northern Colorado had like their best weekend ever because Justin Gaethje scored a knockout in the main event of UFC 291. And then Andrew Liras in Poland uh, beat a world champ 8-0. So that was a pretty tremendous weekend for the Northern Colorado Bears. Before we talk, Liras, I got to say, putting on the Omaha t-shirt for Bud Crawford, pound for pound, best boxer right now. And uh, his kids wrestle, I believe, right? Yes, they do. Uh, they actually, they used to, when I was uh, living and going to college in Kearney, they would come uh, to our wrestling tournaments and whoop up on kids. They're, they're, they're pretty good, little hammers. Um, yeah, Craw- Crawford is a uh, uh, a wrestling supporter. I know he has, like, wrestlers that come in and, like, train with him and stuff, too. Like, Ravon Perkins uh, trained with him and stuff. Like for boxing or for MMA or just for a fun, fun workout? I think like boxing and fun workout. Yeah. Um, hey, let me ask you this. I brought up Poland, and I thought this was interesting. I can't really remember. Um, and I don't know why they don't, don't do this more often because I, I feel as though college guys would be excited for it. But they kind of took like a hodgepodge of college guys. They weren't like all – I mean, some of them were NCAA champs, but they weren't all NCAA champs. I mean, I think all of them had – you know, wrestled some type of freestyle age group stuff in the past. But um, it was kind of cool getting to see all those guys compete in Poland. I think USA wrestling should do that more frequently. What do you guys think? I mean, I, I I think USA wrestling would like that. I think a lot of times it's the colleges and college guys who maybe don't want to travel overseas during their off season when it's not for uh, age level world championship or you really think that's it? I mean, I'd be curious because I don't – so, I mean, I'm just going – and obviously this is a different era, but going back to my era, I don't ever remember being offered an opportunity except the one I – was, I was offered one opportunity, that was to wrestle at Pan Ams in 2005, and I said, hell yeah, send me. I'd love to. Um, if I if I would have been offered other opportunities, I think for sure I would have went. Um, and so I think that's, you know, like uh, – I should go find the list of, of results, but it's like – 
dude, there was uh, a whole bunch of like DJ Washington lost two really crazy matches, for example. Um, McFadden, fans, uh, Doug Zapp for you know he's at Penn, Cooper Flynn, oh. Virginia Tech. You know, kind of like a whole bunch of different dudes from different places. Zapp's also done, I believe. He's, yeah, he's full- done. Oh, he is. He's full time freestyle now. I think yeah. too. A part of this is they um, a lot of the U twenty three team uh, went there um, okay. between between Poland and like maybe the last ranking series. I think they gave like um, preference to them to go. Got so it. Like, Stem it one plot one U twenty threes Cooper Flynn. So maybe they were kind of using it as <clears throat> incentive for those guys to go. Okay, cool. Yeah, I I just thought it was uh, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Yep, exactly. I thought that was good. That was cool seeing those guys compete. And I thought, obviously, you know, the more and more competitive America gets on the international scene. Um, and obviously, we've been a top couple, but I think we're really establishing ourselves as like a one-two with Russia. And obviously, we'll see how they do in the Quebec. But, you know, now we're establishing the depth where we have guys that are transferring to other places. But if they get guys, more guys competing earlier, it would probably even help our depth more. Speaking of which, RBY made his Mexico debut. This weekend, whooped up on some Mexicans at 61. <laughs> you would think, uh, I was thinking maybe he'd struggle more. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was at 61, so I assume he'll go 61 um, until Olympics, obviously, when he'll cut down. So is he confirmed to wrestle at the World Championships, or will that be one where he's not eligible? No, because he because... can't technically transfer until December. That's the, the window, the period. Yeah, well, that's unfortunate. Well, and the thing too is like that's interesting with the transfer rules for UWW is like Mexico, they can only get one transfer from the United States per year. Wait, what? Yeah, you can only that's get rule from from a country, like from a specific country, or else like say Albania would just team up with Russia and be like, "Hey, give us all your number twos." Got it. Huh, that's interesting. I, I guess I did not know that nuance. That sucks because what if like RBY and the Heat were both trying to go and they'd be like, mm, who do we want this year? Like, yeah, yeah that'd be funny. Um, back to Poland, Aliras, we mentioned it, but he looked really freaking good. Pieced up Haji Aliyev. Um, I think, Tyler, we actually have a clip of like the big opening sequence he came out like a dog uh scored that hard four pointer leg laced him got up six to zero what do you end up winning eight to zero mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. at first i was kind of like oh maybe haji's not taking this serious or past his prime a little bit he's getting up there in age but he actually looked good alira's just looked way better i thought yeah, I thought Lears looked good. And there was a there was a sequence when he was up eight zero already that I thought he was for sure gonna finish the match. He doesn't end up scoring, but um good sequence. He looks good. Yeah. That just showed, like I said, Haji's still still pretty good. Freak defense. Um, but Alira is just too good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That was a really good performance. And honestly, it kind of puts Alira's in the the small category that could challenge for um 65 kg next year and that would be one where um you know does he even do the college season or is he just trying to make the olympic team at 65 because i think he's competitive with those guys um whether it's nick lee or 
Uh, you know, Bo Barlow was in a 10-10 match with Nick Lee, and Alirez won the title at 141 last year. Um, Yanni, you know, I think Alirez can go with those guys. And so maybe, I, I don't know, maybe before goes to college season, just wrestles freestyle for the next year. And, you know, one of the things we were saying with Andrew Alirez going into last year was he'd been really, really good and had really, really big wins. Actually, I think Nick Lee was one of his big wins while he was in high school. Lee, Joey McKenna at Senior Nationals 2020. No, Evan, Evan Henderson. And That's then, what I said, Evan Henderson. Yeah, McKenna. And then he'd be, also beat Yaya there, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it wasn't Nick Lee? No. Are you sure he didn't beat Nick Lee at, like, the Dave Schultz or something like that? Maybe. Oh, look it up. I think I, I think I might be right. Kozak, oh. you're supposed to be an expert. You're supposed to not miss any of well, it. You're, you're saying I'm wrong before I look it up. He lost to Bryce Meredith there. I know that um, at the Schultz. But I don't, I don't know if he beat Nick Lee. Would that be on a track uh, profile or something? Uh, that's uh, hey, you guys are uh, Flow Arena is uh, ceasing to exist here now, so now all the matches will be forced to be on track wrestling. So then we can see full track profiles. What do you guys think about that? That'll be nice. Be nice. Yeah, it's definitely not on his track profile. Unfortunately, I want to say I swear he did at. Uh, uh, oh, maybe if I Google it, um, let's see. Versus oh. Nick Lee. Let's see. I think it was a takedown to a lace. Yeah, uh, yeah, right, yeah. right here. What is term is this? Is uh, uh, what freaking term is this? No, he, he didn't. Yes, he takes single leg to lace transition 10-0, like fast. I don't know what tournament this is though, because it's at looks like it's is it like Northern Plains? Because it's uh Rochester Yellow Jackets, it looks like 2018 World Team Junior World Team Trials. Is that what it is? Harris beat him 10 to 0 in 36 seconds. Junior World Team Trials. I don't care about the senior results. That's why I didn't know about it. (laughs) Uh, Don't be an ageist, okay? Yeah. But yeah, so what do you guys think? Alirius should go Olympic red shirt? Yeah. He has an Olympic and a traditional still available, right? He never red shirted. Yeah. Yeah. He's obviously a guy who's right there who can push for it. When he's wrestling good, he's really freaking good, and he's been wrestling good. Um, yeah, I don't. He might not want to. I know he likes putting on for Northern Colorado. Yeah, you guys like that regimen of a college season, but I think if you really want to make the Olympic team, it would benefit you to just focus on freestyle for that yeah. year, and he's good shot so. Yeah, I mean, the problem is that uh, the Olympic trials is, what, three weeks after NCAA finals next year. So mm-hmm. you almost, uh, I would say you almost have to make a decision on which one you want to be most effective at. Right. Yeah. The good thing is, is like, he's a 41-pounder, not a 49, to where right. his weight would be more ideal. Yeah. And so uh, Dayton is still, he won Poland at 61. Um. Has he made an announcement on when he's going to go down to uh, 57 kg? No, that was a thing. They played us, too, because yeah. they originally had him registered at 57. And mm-hmm. so we're like, oh, we're reading into it. And then they did the little uh, snip snap up back up to 61. I don't know if that was intentional or non-intentional. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he was at 61. He did beat the Santo. Uh in, in route to to his gold medal, and it, it was a pretty fun match. Um, because DeSanto came out, scored the first points, then got Dayton put on the clock, and you're kind of like, oh, 
maybe this is going to kind of be a thing. And then Dayton immediately ducked him and gutted him. Uh, and you're like, oh, this is not a thing. But then Dayton kind of sat on the lead. That Santos scored a few more points, made it interesting late. But 6-3 to three ended up being the final. Um, classic DeSanto punched the mat so hard after the uh, the match. I love it. He, he is so... so- <laughs> Uh, Tyler, we actually have a clip of it. If you want to play it, it was. Oh, you're you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's it's too funny. Right, play it. We want to laugh this morning. Go ahead and play it. Also, DeSanto, I don't know where he gets his shoes or how hard he is pulling those tongues, but nobody's tongues of their shoes sticks out more than DeSanto. <clears throat> Metcalf used to do that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> pulling those tongues hard. Dang. Um, yeah, and Nashawn lost first round here, too. Do you guys see that? Yeah, that guy he lost to is good. Uh, he's a he's ranked at 57. Uh, okay. Some good wins down there. Uh, but it was close. It's like 11 to 10, I think. Yeah, and then uh, and then that guy lost to Dayton, I believe. Or no, no he lost to DeSanto. Santo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we want to run through the results here of this Poland event quick, Cooper Flynn took gold. Um, a lot over, guys, yeah, a lot of these guys like Kozak Setter over Darren Cruz in the finals. Yeah, four to one over Darian Cruz. It's crazy, and he's there's a good chance he's not Virginia Tech starter again this year. At one twenty, yeah. Dayton Gold, Nation Garrett Bronze, DeSanto Silver, Lugo, Owen two, Aliras Gold, Zap Gold, Derek Gilcher one and two, Dustin Plot Bronze, DJ Washington O two. David McFadden, gold. Dylan Fishback, bronze. Braden Thompson, 02. The GOAT, Nick Stimmett, bronze. Mike Machiavello, bronze. Morgan Smith, 2 and 2. Nick Wazdowski, gold. And Wazdowski had a good win. Um, yeah. And his uncles mm-hmm. over that Azerbaijani heavyweight. Um, so don't sleep on, don't sleep on Gwiz. Uh, which kind of, speaking of, brings us to our next point. Heavyweight. We still don't know what the heck Gable's doing. He had a big match last night, didn't he? Kozak went. I was there. No, he was up, didn't go. He was up in the Burbs. It was up I in did. the Burbs of Austin. It was in Cedar Park. Yeah, it was like 20, 25 minutes from where I... Uh, Are you for I, real? Yeah, I went. Me and... Um, so I met up with uh, one of our grappling guys, uh, Joe Gilpin, who's like really in to WWE. This is my first ever experience. Yeah. Uh, first event. And I was surprised... And there was way more families there than I expected. Um, okay. Like a lot of young kids. I was sitting behind a bunch of like middle school girls, um, which is interesting. But uh, yeah, eye opening experience for me. But as far as it <laughs> as far as it goes with Gable, um, it was weird. It was like interesting in that like at first he had a lot of a lot of, a lot of cheers and stuff. And then halfway through, from what I'm told. Gilpin was telling me that he was using a lot of Kurt Angle's moves in the ring and people yeah. started like chanting, you're not Angle. And so it was a very, <laughs> uh, more chanting for his opponent. And then like the ending was, was kind of weird in that, I guess if, if you're out of the, the ring, if both guys are out of the ring for more than 10 seconds, wait, you didn't know that rule. Come on. I have never watched WWE in my life. Are you scared? This is like I'm, beginner. No, WWE. I'm dead serious. I'm dead. You've never watched it in your whole life. You don't know oh, that what a count out is. I've never seen it. I don't know what it. I didn't know it was called <laughs> that until you just said it. 
but uh so yeah i mean i was really confused and it seemed like people in the uh the arena were confused as well but then they they kind of like just made it like a fight like gable's just fighting this guy um outside of the ring and then they go back in the ring and they like threw all these refs in there to try to like calm him down and then he starts throwing like the security guards and the help and stuff which is i thought was kind of funny and then it just ended really abruptly so uh it was a it was a different it was it was a different match than any of the other ones like it didn't seem like people really knew what was going on um but I so think uh, did uh, Gilpin give it positive reviews or negative reviews? It was like definitely mixed, and like this will give them some data on like what to do with Gable moving forward. I think they should just turn him into a heel. Like it's it's like it seems like he's kind of already like moving that direction with like the, the fans. Yeah. At least I don't know. I mean, he's he's like at least made his debut now, so I guess that means he's he's in there their show system and they want to develop them, but the world's worlds and Olympics and college, it's still on the table for sure. Yeah. Well, I would, uh, I would also like to know what Gable is going to do. Uh, and it's good. The Gwiz look good because we only have what, six weeks to worlds five weeks. So there were some reports that came out that Gable is done. And I think it's because it was a weird message well, he was like, oh, I'm going to announce what I'm doing at the last next event last weekend on Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. And he kind of touted it as I can do this or this or this. And then he was just like, I'm doing next and you're my next opponent to the, to this guy. But he didn't say, but I'm not doing college wrestling or Olympic wrestling, which and then we confirmed it is still potentially still on the table but also could not be so long story short we still don't know anything yeah we need some uh we need some clear uh clear guidance on mr gable on what we should expect uh but the iowa rumors obviously cooled down um yeah it'll be interesting to see how it turns out yes it will um that's right now jd hmm What's your guess? What What do you think is gonna happen? Seems like he's just gonna do WWE. Yeah, it's kind of what it feels like, huh? Guessed a week ago or two weeks ago, I thought he was gonna do everything a week or two ago, but it seems like if he was gonna do everything, he would have just said that on next. Mm-hmm. Seems like he's trying to, but working some things out, yeah. you know, with the WWE and whatnot. I think he's gonna not do college or worlds this year. And I think he's going to still try to do the Olympics next year. Yeah. yeah that that's my, surprise me. that's my gut. But I don't know. So if you, if he bails on you, sir, and who knows, maybe they've already told Gustavski you're the guy, right? If you say he doesn't wrestle worlds this year, um, but say he has not, which uh, I feel like you, if that was, that was been told, it would have gotten out at least to somebody. Um, but if he bails on them a month early, what would you think would be the procedure moving forward? Because you can't have the same guy make the team and then bail on you again a month early, right? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's no precedent for this, for people making the team and not accepting, except... Well, what G- about Greco last year? Didn't one of the guys just say, like, I'm out? Hancock, and it's the guy he wrestled in Final X went. Yeah. Got it. And then he did. did he ever come back, or he went to WWE? 
He's still he's still WWE and he's NXT and yeah. He's in NXT also. Mm-hmm. Him versus Gable. Let's go. Go. <laughs> Uh, I would not be happy if I was Mason Paris just kind of getting strung along in all this. Because also, I mean, he's, I guess he's not training anymore for folk style. He's done. Mm-hmm. So it's not quite as big a deal, but, and it's not like he has to worry about his weight, but I would still be like, yeah, you want to know championships or not. Yes. For Olympics too, obviously, if he goes and brings a medal, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a big deal. Yes, for real. Yeah, I think Mason can medal. I don't know if he's <clears throat> if he's there yet, like against Taha or Zare um, or Petrus Feely, but I think he might be the next next best guy there. I mean, he looked really good against Gable at Final X. Yes, you're right. Who did? Uh, um... Guzowski's beat like number five or number six, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. From Azerbaijan. Yep. And he beat he, up pretty good. It was like nine to two. So, Paris even, can be there. He, he can battle with those guys, especially give him one more year. I bet he'll be competitive. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, talking international, I don't think we ever talked about the last ranking series. It kind of happened during Fargo. So I think we missed um, a good chunk of it, but there were some interesting results from there too, particularly Chance Marsteller um, kind of getting pieced up a little bit um, by Nakodi, the Iranian. What do you think, Kozak? Is it time to, uh, to hit the worry button for Marsteller? Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to hear Ben's uh, opinion just like, Technically, looking at how he was beat and stuff, um, that's the second time he's been ten would by Nakodi. You know, he beat he beat Sabat Kui last year. Um, but like looking at the landscape of seventy nine as a whole, it's not deep beyond um, Russia. Has Uzmanov, who's really good. He beat um, he beat Kadi Magomedov and Sabat Kui, and then obviously Nakodi is going to go for Iran. So I think those two guys you should be worried about. But then after that, everybody else. Chances kind of already shown to be in that tier, but I don't know. Ben, did you see? No, I didn't watch the match because I was I was at Fargo, um, but I, I saw the result, and it's you know not good. Um, you know, if you especially if you're like okay, you got to wrestle the same guy at Worlds. Uh, yeah, Usman and Cody Sabakui, kind of all Russians. Yeah, the next guy down there is not all that good. So um, who knows? Maybe I guess he hopes to draw on the other side of the bracket to him. And then yeah. you have to wrestle until the finals. Yeah, I got to look at the seating. Um, and in the, the Cody match, I'm pretty sure it was he got taken down twice or, or taken down four times. Two times it was like, it was like the same way. He got like shrugged by twice, and then like just snap and run like just kind of ran to an angle. Um, so he just got beat like in two positions twice, and then he got gutted once as well. So like <laughs> it didn't look close. But as far as seating goes, I think. Uh, so yeah, Nakodi's gonna be the one seed, and then Marsteller and uh, Usmanov are gonna be unseated. So they could they could potentially all be on the same side. So that's where it's kind of like worrying. So like you said, you hope he you hope he falls on that other side. And if he does, if he falls on the other side, like he could easily run into the run to the finals, and that wouldn't be surprising at mm-hmm. all. So yeah, hundred percent. 
but yeah, a little bit, a little bit worrying. Because yeah. is Burroughs undefeated against Nakodi? He is, right? Just want to know though, right? No, two, two two world finals in a row. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Matchups matter. The other um, kind of some bigger results from there. Vito went two two zero with the Russian Albanian dude uh, who beat Gilman in the finals mm-hmm. last year. Um, but he's got to be going back down, right? Abu Bakarov. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure for Worlds. Obviously, he will for Olympics. Yeah, he might stay up for for Worlds. So. Yeah, he did the same thing last year where he wrestled up. And then just dropped down for Worlds. Yeah. So, I would guess. But, yeah, Vito couldn't get to his legs, like, at all. Uh, he Which was, is, I mean, Vito's been so dynamic lately. It's interesting seeing him get shut down like that. Um, but the guy is super short and stocky and also moves very dynamically. Short game. Uh, Mason Paris there took gold there and beat um, Dang 5-0 from China. That's the guy that he's beaten Gwiz before. Um, at Worlds. Man, I always wonder how Gwiz lost that dude, because I think that dude stinks. <laughs> Dang, I just don't think he's very good. Gwiz lost to him. I'm like, how in the world did that just happen? He puts up good results, though. Some, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like it maybe speaks to the lack of depth at heavyweight, because I know he's big and strong. He he, rests, he competes hard, but just, man, you watch him and you're like, ooh. Yeah, good. you guys don't have him in the top twenty. I'm looking at your ranks. You guys don't have him in the top twenty here. Yeah, I think he had a bad Worlds last year. Did he? Or like <clears throat> after COVID, China didn't wrestle like at all, and then um, he came back and and took some really bad losses. There you go. COVID clause can't count it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Did we talk? I, I can't remember we were talking about it before, but did we mention on the show that Sitikov just lost? We did not mention that. No, I was going to bring that up. Um, but it was an awful match. I mean, I just watched it this morning to prepare for the show, and it was like they did absolutely nothing. There was uh, – We got a clip, um, Tyler, if you want to play it, of literally the last 10 seconds. Because the score is uh, two, to, 2 to 1 going into the final seconds, but it's all shot clock points. And then Bazella just gets to an underhook, pushes Sitikov out with one second to go. And then they throw a brick. And so I think he wins 3 2 because th- the red red throws the brick. And uh, yeah, it was just a, but it's like literally almost no exchanges the whole match. Uh, really, really bad match. Not fun to watch at all. Probably don't waste your time. If you're thinking about watching it, maybe don't. Um, the literally like the only exchange, they actually blow dead. Um, it's like Sitikov is as Sitikov shooting, they, they stop it to put Sitikov on the shot clock. And he actually, I think he might have, he would have probably eventually scored from there. So if you want to put on your 10, yeah, foot, I think one of those where it's like, did the other guy stop because they were expecting to stop it, right? Because he does get in super deep. But sometimes, like, the one person like realizes they're about to blow the whistle, so they can't stop wrestling. The other guy, you know, gets in deep and, uh, it, it's because they realized that the, the action was going to stop type of thing. Yeah, and if you want to put on anti tinfoil hat, um, so Russian Nets a couple of years ago, Sitikov Granby rolled, and they did not give the other guy two points. And that was Bajoev. Yep. Yeah. This time, Sitikov technically did hit his knees before he went out, and they did not call grounded. So, but that's just- how they're supposed to call because it's supposed to be uh, in the zone, right? Um. 
it, it would have been really bad if they would have called grounded there, but uh, it would have been less shocking times. I feel like where grounded has been called, mm-hmm. and especially if you know you want to put Sitikov on the team, could have given it to him. Now I don't know if this means Sitikov will not, or if Bezov will represent Russia at the World Championships. I uh, they might go to like wrestle off. Yeah. Now. So- so Valiev, uh, Chairman Valiev won right. Russ Nats over Bezoev. So Sitikov going, didn't wrestle, though, yeah. in, in that. And then it was like this was the wrestle-off. But the guy who didn't win Russian, Russian Nationals beat Sitikov. Yeah. So so uh, the Russian Wrestling Federation, they totally scammed like the uh, marketing in this event. Because they said, they're like, oh, an American's going to wrestle for the first time in the PWL. He, he has signed his contract and like they just didn't Who was mention, it I, I don't know he just they just didn't mention it again and he, there was no americans there what and so yeah so they what they were having what they were marketing this event as is sitikov's gonna wrestle valiev for the world team spot sedulayev's gonna wrestle jabrailov for the world team spot they had this like pwl uh the professional wrestling league or whatever yeah. and then they're like oh and there's gonna be a tournament leading up to it is like the, the preliminary rounds, the first two days, there's going to be a showcase matches the end of it. Mm-hmm. They pulled out the world team spot. They said, Oh, Sedulayev and Sitikov are just going to wrestle in that 16 man tournament. It'll be a warm up for them. Then they're going to wrestle for the world team spot in a couple of weeks. Mm. So they wrestled that tournament. So actually Sedulayev wrestled as well. He had a close match um, against a uh, uh, Kozirev. Yeah. yeah, that match wasn't bad. I watched the match. It was all right. Um, it was, uh, man, I always watch it. I, I watch uh, Sedulayev. I think like his stance, his motion is so awkward. And like, if you just, you didn't know him, you put him in a random single, and you looked at him, be like, uh, dude, what? That, that was kind of weird. He can't really wrestle that good. And then he's like, literally the greatest wrestler of all time. It's kind of annoying, isn't it? Yes. It's so annoying. It's like, wait, how's that guy that has that stance and moves like that the greatest of all time? It's freaking weird. You you don't want to show it's similar to, with like um uh like the goat, 74. Uh why am I blanking? Um Satya. Like the oh, way yeah. he's up in his stance, basically like straight legged and like just bends at his back. Like yes. traditionally speaking, like you don't want to show like a little kid that wrestling and be like, okay, emulate this. Yes, for real. <laughs> but then it's like, oh, they're the best ever. Best ever. Literally. It's so weird. <laughs> so I think with what's gonna happen is they're gonna they're gonna let Bajoev kind of like back into the running. Um and they're gonna kind of have all three of those guys wrestle off in uh in a camp in a couple weeks. I think okay. that's what I mean, they're just going to pick whoever they want, right? That's just how it happens in Russia. That's really not how it happens. We'll see. That's more Iran. That's okay. how. Yeah, we we will see. Sitikov put up a post afterwards and said, um, it gets interesting now. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So it will be yeah. interesting. Yeah. The, one, the other part of me wonders, too, like <clears throat> Tinfoil Hat is, like, he was there uh, – he was a, a military world champion a few years back and they yeah. have like a, like an independent committee evaluating all the Russian wrestlers. So part of me thinks like they don't want him to be the rep because he wouldn't get 
approved to go to work um because that's like the one of the stipulations if they if they have any military uh, affiliations yeah it's the word yeah military affiliation and they're not allowed to go to the world championships so like part of me wonders if they don't really want them on the team or they're just trying to like i don't know keep them off yeah but we'll see hmm interesting um that would seem like you could nominate your person and then they would say not acceptable and then you just go to the next person, right? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I, I would assume so, but who knows? Should we get yeah. There's not very many questions today. It's that we are in like the uh kind of deadish time of the wrestling season. Yeah, I know. There were a few Alira's questions um, with him getting the big win. Given Alira's almost taking Hajaliev at 65 kg, is 65 kg the most wide open weight next year at the trials? Um, I don't know if Alira's beating uh, Haji has anything to do with that, but I think I think the answer is still yes. Um, and I think that just proves Alira is more of a contender, and he definitely has a possibility to make the team. Um, yeah, I think you could say 57 feels open now since Zane just beat Gilman. Um, and then I would also say if if Steve Gable's not there, then heavyweight feels kind of open also. I mean, it feels like if Gable's not there, heavyweight's kind of a, a two, two-horse race. Okay, yeah, so... Uh, and then 97, I feel like no one's being Snyder. 86, I feel like no one's being Taylor. And 74, I feel like Dake oh. is right now head and shoulders above. Jaden will be there. Um, is Zahid going to drop down to 86? Or just continue I don't to imagine. <laughs> but he didn't beat Aaron Brooks. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Plus, plus Aaron at yeah. 86. Yeah. But, I mean, it's probably 65. 57 will have... Richards, Gilman, Vito, Spencer, Seriano. Fix. Fix. Yep. So a lot of contenders there as well. It's funny that 65, like even looking at the last two like Olympic cycles, like the guy who makes the team, there's always like, man, I don't know if he's the he's the best guy. Like in with J.O. Yeah. and there's Yanni and McKenna and and with it, it is funny. Uh I mean because we've, you know, at a lot of the other weight classes, we've had someone who's kind of ran the table for a whole bunch of years in a row, and we really haven't had that at that weight class. Yeah. I mean, I think part of that is just, A, the amount of people at that weight that wrestle. Like, yeah, but look at, like, Burroughs locked down 74 forever, and now, you know, 74 has always had a bunch of really good dudes, and, you know, obviously Taylor and Dake went up because Burroughs was so dominant that weight class, not to mention other people, um, and he locked that weight class down forever, you know, and then now Taylor's had 86 locked down for quite a while, Snyder's had 97 locked down for, uh, we're going, I don't know, we're going on a decade or something for him, right? It's kind of a super long time. It's always locked down longer. Yeah. And part of it is just, you know, the athletic skill it takes to compete at a weight like 65 kilograms. Like if you lose half a step, it matters more than it does at 97 or 86 when it comes to speed and stuff. Yeah, but even like the lightweight, think about the lightweight. Gilman, okay, Gilman was the guy for how many years at 57, 
have we had anyone who's been the guy for that many that many years at 65 straight at the beginning and then he held it down for three years four i thought it was four before losing so 21 20 19 was he 19 or no he was not 19 right 19 uh they split at final x one one in 2018 one one in 2019 I don't okay. know which. I think Dayton won in 2018 and Thomas won in 2019. Yeah, so four, four years in a row. We've had we haven't had anyone who's won four years in a row at 65 in a long time. I mean, Metcalf won a couple of years in a row, but it felt like he would always lose once in a while. Um, yeah, the weight class just has not been able to be locked down by anyone ever. Um, but and I, I almost don't like using Jordan and like Taylor as examples of why can't people do this because they are like some of the greatest American wrestlers of all time. Like, I think they are anomalies. Yes. Berkeley to what we should be comparing people to. Yeah. I mean, that's fair, but then at the same time, you know, at the same time it's like, well, we've had a lot of those type of guys and, you know, so you could go, um, you know, Burroughs, Dake. And so you go, you got Dake's been on a world team for, uh, including 79 and now going to say for, for a whole bunch of years, you know, Burroughs was on the world team from 11 to 22 with the exception of losing to Dake. Um, you know, Taylor has been on since I think what, seven, 18 now, maybe. So that's, that's a whole bunch in a row. Um, Cox did have, you know, if he would have went 92 again, 92 kind of unlocked for, a whole bunch of years now. And then Snyder also. So we've had, you know, a bunch of guys. And like I said, even with Gilman, it was, I believe, four years in a row. And just that, that really 61 and 65 have had no one that's even got four years in a row, like one full cycle. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think 70 has either. Well, it's, no, 70 had James, James Green had a whole bunch in a row at 70. James Green. Yeah. He, he locked it. He locked down 70. He was Mr. 70 KG. And so, you think about like Gwiz had heavyweight lockdown before. Yeah. Gable. So it is interesting. Um, 65 has been a, a revolving door, but it makes it fun domestically. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Last question. Right. I, I, we got one more question. I got to go to camp then, Mr. JD. Take off. Will Tyler pin his opponent or tech his opponent next weekend in his match? Who is his opponent? And JD, have you been his training partner? I have not been his training partner, but I will be in his corner. Oh, really? If you don't know, uh, Stalemate Street League, uh, one of our guys here, one of our video guys, Tyler, is wrestling in it in a match. I can't remember his opponent's name, but he wrestled at Kent State once upon a time. Tyler wrestled at Michigan, so it'll be a fun one. Be sure to tune into that. I'm going tech, not pin, because Tyler, not good on top. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey, it's free, so it's freestyle rules then. If you're saying tech, uh, I think folk it's style, I, I think mean. it's folk style. Yeah, oh, that's a lot of takedowns. Didn't Tyler pin his opponent to uh, qualify for the NCAA tournament? Yeah. So there's precedence there. I'm gonna say maybe pin. maybe it is pin. I'm gonna maybe say pinfall. Pin. I'm gonna say pinfall. I know he, he, he's uh, he's trying to train some uh, some secret moves. He's trying to hit a move he's never hit before. Ooh, secret so, moves. I like. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna reveal on air what he's gonna try to hit. <laughs> so be tune into that Saturday, Saturday night, Steelmates. Uh, our guy Tyler's gonna bring home a dub. 
Mm-hmm. There we go. Nice. All right. Well, uh, I'll talk to you guys once more before I leave for uh, the Worlds, and then I'm going to Worlds, and then I think I'm going to miss the show on the way back because I don't fly until after the show's over, the Monday after. Yep. Uh, CP, like I said, he, he's getting some interesting stuff from Florida. We're going to talk about that on Wednesday this week, not Thursday. So we'll scheduling. Um, be sure to tune in Wednesday morning. I'm going to Worlds. That's right, because Ben's going to Worlds. Um, also, uh, if you haven't noticed, if you're watching this, me and Kozak are in a random um, office room. We're not in the studio because RIP to our studio. Um, also, There is no studio. There's no studio right now. Uh, one is in the process of being built, so we're going to have to do some makeshift studios here for a bit. But help me do my job. I'm doing uh, some of the best and funniest moments from the old studio. So if you have some moments that stick out, please email them to me or DM them to me and I will try. Is Shane Sparks ever in the old studio? Well, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be in studio, but if, if we were in studio and Shane was talking. Oh, then Shane's going to have all the bits. He does have some, but there's a lot. There's literally hundreds of hours to go through. So it's taking me a little bit. So help me out. Message me some of your best, funniest moments. Well, obviously, uh, there was that one time when Sion burst in there. That's got to be in there, right? There's a couple Sion moments, yes, for sure. Obviously. Sure, Mark Bader makes it a decent amount. Yep. Or not even necessarily FRL. If, if it was from a watch party or a Bader show episode or who's number one on the show, let me know, too. And uh, I'll try and get this in this short little clip. So, All right. Sweet. Thanks, guys. And we will see you all Wednesday. See you,